welcome to episode hello everyone and welcome to episode number 18 of the who am i podcast with the Southside church of christ we are digging into what it means to be a christian we're talking about our identity in jesus i am brian dill and here with me as always is the sensational jackson wells what's up everybody <laughs> today, today we're talking about being cynical but before we get started I was looking at some of the info on our podcast website, and Jackson, you know, I don't think it's a surprise to us that 89% of the downloads are in the United States. Yes. No shock there. Yeah. But the next highest country in the world, with about 20% of what is not being downloaded in the States. Yes. 89% is downloaded in the U.S., 20% of what's left. Oh, okay. I thought you said 20%. No, 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 no. So, so 20% of what's left. 20% of 11%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Is being downloaded in Uganda. Uganda. Let's go. <laughs> Why Uganda? I don't know. I don't know either. That's odd. And it is noticeably ahead of any other country. Wow. I figured it would be Canada or Mexico. Yeah, right. Like Canada would make sense. A lot of English-speaking. Yeah. Uh, UK would make sense. I think third behind Uganda is the UK, okay. uh, which makes sense. So they oh, yeah. speak English. I'm wanting to know, if you are in Uganda and listening to our episodes, <laughs> make some kind of comment, because uh, yeah. this is very interesting. I don't yeah. I can't tell if this is legit or it not. It might be like a VPN or something. Either that or or a bot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's <laughs> let's get into uh, this episode for this week. All right. So, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it came out, it is May first. Right. right? So I've got some some facts about uh, May for you, Brian. About the month of May. No, not necessarily. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> the first one. The first one is: Do you know who slash what the month of May is named after? Oh, because I know some of them have connections to like Greek and Roman gods yeah, or something. Yeah, like the days of the week. May. No, no idea. Couldn't even take a guess. It is. I think it's pronounced Maya, M-A-I-A. M-A-I-A. Okay. Maya, she's the Greek goddess of fertility. Uh, okay. And then you kind of <laughs> think that because May, spring, April showers, bring May flowers. You've got this growth, this rebirth. Kind of makes sense. Okay. Kinda okay. Makes sense. All right. Next one. What is significant about Cinco de Mayo? Which what is, is the the fifth the fifth of May, of May. Yeah. right? It's uh, it's like a, I don't know, it's a Mexican holiday. Mexican holiday, yes. It is uh, the their Independence Day, right? See, that is that is what I thought. Oh, okay. But it's not. Oh, really? Yes, their Independence Day is in September, September fifteenth and sixteenth. Apparently, oh, uh, it's okay. when they started resisting Spanish colonizers or whatever. The French invaded Mexico City. In 1862, okay, on May 5th, and the Mexican military outnumbered 6,000 to 2,000, 
resisted, and that's where they celebrate it. Okay. And it's not as big of a deal in all of Mexico as we think it is. Oh. For, for some reason, it's just <laughs> something that we have been like, oh, Cinco de Mayo. It's a bigger deal in America. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, now, go eat Mexican me, food. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. There, There's a, I can't remember the, the town that, it like originated in, but it's a big deal there. Okay, you know? it'd sure. Be like, it'd be like, uh, what what week do we have the Western Kentucky State Fair? Oh right, yeah. It's like it's kind of like, like that. that. That's a big deal for us, sort sure. of. Except we're at church camp, so whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next next one. This okay. one isn't about the month of May. This oh, okay. was about someone named May. Okay. <laughs> this is just a fun fact. Did you know that in the Spider-Man comic book series? Okay. Aunt May, Aunt May, right? Actually killed Spider Man. <gasps> what? Yeah, <laughs> she was friends with Doctor Ock. Okay, and she didn't realize that he was the villain. Ah. She thought Spider Man was the villain. Okay, okay. And so she had an opportunity to shoot her nephew, <laughs> <laughs> and she took it. She didn't wow. know. She didn't know that it was Peter Parker. Right. She didn't sure, know it was sure. her nephew, but yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, well, I, can, I guess I can see why that did not make it into the movies. Yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe, <laughs> hey, Spider-Verse is coming out, I think this year, maybe next year. I can't remember. It could happen. <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right. This one is also about a person whose last name is May. Okay. All right. This one's going to be kind of a challenge. For, okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm presenting it to right, you as a challenge. Right, Okay. It's a two-parter. Brian May is the lead guitarist of what band? Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm terrible at this. Oh, I mean, like the actual names of people in the bands. I, uh, Nirvana. No, Metallica. No, uh, <laughs> that's warmer. That's warmer. Okay, more like Metallica. Yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath. No, nope, uh, that's colder. Oh, I, well, oh. that that actually might be warmer. I don't. Oh man, what are you saying? <laughs> Uh, Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> <laughs> no. Ozzy Osbourne is Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> well, I just mean like whatever his band is. <laughs> that was the Black Sabbath. Oh, oh. See, I mean, good night. <laughs> All right, I'll, this t- is how I'll tell you. I am at this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the name of the band, and okay. then you have five seconds to name three songs. Three songs? Oh, no. Okay, That's, ready? I'm going to be terrible at that, too. Brian May is the lead guitarist, or was the lead guitarist, of Queen. Queen. Oh, goodness gracious. I can't even think. That is time. Wait a second. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. Uh huh. Um. Oh, good grief! What is the name of the one that that I can hear the lyrics right now? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Good grief! You go, we will okay. rock you. And we will rock you. We are the champions. Yeah. Yeah. Killer Queen. Uh. Sure. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I thought you might would know that one. No, no. I mean, other than a few lead singers, I'm so bad at, at like specific bands knowing who they do you, are. Do I you mean, know? Freddie Mercury. I would. I know yeah, that name. Yeah. You know, well, like, okay. You said Nirvana. Do you know the lead singer and guitarist? I know Kurt Cobain, but I don't know anything about the rest of the band. What about you? Don't know who Dave Grohl is? No idea. He's no. A, he he formed the band Foo Fighters after that. Sure. No, no idea. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I just enjoy the music. I don't pay attention to who they are. <laughs> this is true. He does enjoy Nirvana. Sometimes I'm sitting in the office and <laughs> Smells Like Teen Spirit is just oh, emulating yeah, right. from the speakers. So that's two Smells Like Teen Spirit references in the last 12 hours for me. <laughs> I was 
I was singing a goofy like uh, parody of that song last night, and Asher was like, "What are you singing?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, so I got to tell you about this song called Smells Like Teen Spirit, so that you understand what this song is saying." You know, oh brother, oh man. <laughs> All right, last last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> this one you may you may get. It's a it's a baseball. Reference. Oh, okay. Derek May. Multiple Mays. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> not, it's not really. It's one guy whose last name is Mays. Which Mays. Is, yeah. Oh, well, Willie Mays. What has to be? What are Willie Mays' two nicknames? Willie Mays' nicknames. Oh goodness! These gracious. were listed on Wikipedia. Okay, by the way. these I, were, think, I, I would not. I have think this the at name all. of his biography was one of them. Um, oh, the Say Hey Kid. The Say Hey Kid is one. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's as far as I'm going to get. The other one is Buck. Hmm. I have no. I, I didn't remember. I didn't do much in like research into why his nickname. Oh, were okay. That, but, <laughs> yeah. So it's May. I thought we would do some some trivia yeah. on May. Doesn't really connect with the episode today. It does not. I tried to think. Not even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. Maybe I was in too good of a mood to. Right. Yeah. To yes. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of. <laughs> So we are, now that we're going to go ahead and get into the meat of the week, we are asking the question, am I a cynic? Now, I think most of us will hear this word and we think in a little broader terms than what it actually means. Yeah. Because I think most of the time we we would think of a cynic as just someone who is pessimistic, generally a negative person or something along those lines. But it's actually a little more specific than that. Under the umbrella of pessimism, you could say, the primary definition of a cynic is a person who believes people are motivated purely by self-interest. In other words, you assume the worst about people. (laughs) Yes. And man, that seems like not a fun way to live. No kidding. We all, whenever we talk about, we're talking about our Christian identity, there are things that we talk about that we all struggle with on different levels. This is something that I definitely do. I, I'm definitely a cynic in right. regards to people sometimes, <laughs> but not all the time. It just seems like it would weigh me down a lot if I just assumed the worst in everybody. Yes. Because then there would be no hope. Right, right. And I... You know, and I think you're right. I think we, we, a lot of us go in and out of cynicism. And I think, as we have said about a lot of things, social media feeds our cynicism. Oh, big time. Because I think we, time. we assume we see something somebody posts. Uh, they're posting that to make me look bad. Mm-hmm. Or they're posting that to rub that in my face. Yeah. Or, you know... On and on and on we could go of the yeah. well, types you, of you, ways you could be cynical well, about you, it. You you judge people based on what they post on social media, and <laughs> right. so whatever action they're taking, you're like, well, obviously they're not a true Christian, <laughs> right? And it just it social media delete it. The yeah. only thing you should, no kidding. The only thing you have on your phone is a podcast app to listen to this. <laughs> if we didn't have a church <laughs> Facebook page. I would be totally fine completely deleting yeah. my Facebook account and yeah. never getting on social media I, again. I've talked to I've <laughs> talked to many people who do social media fasts and the overwhelming response is I feel so much better. Right. And part of there there are multiple <laughs> reasons 
as to why social media is is negative. But I would say, generally speaking, one of a, a great reason that a social media fast would be beneficial is because it eliminates some cynicism. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. Man. Well, let's talk a little bit about the other side of it, in, in a sense. What does the Bible have to say about this? What, what does the Bible have to say that would encourage us to be less cynical? And, and I think the first passage that I, I would want us to look at is in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And for those of you listening, you may automatically know or have a word that you have associated with 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And that word, Jackson, is love. Love. <laughs> yeah, it's the love chapter. And we have all these uh, these series of verses that gives us such a, a great definition or description of love. But what I want us to think about is the last part of that description in, verses, in verse 7, actually. Uh, it says, Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all all things, endures all things. Now, the the all things part of it, I think, is what we struggle with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can endure for to a point, right? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and we may believe to a point, you know, that sort of thing. But really what Paul is saying is it's out of love that we're going to give people the benefit of the doubt. Every time. Every single time. That is so tough. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, because it's it, there are either certain people or certain situations where we just are assuming the worst. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty. Guilty. We, we, spent time, we spent time in Louisville at the Lads Leaders Convention several weeks ago. Yes. And we're walking or driving down the street, and we see somebody who obviously is having a rough go at life. <laughs> Right. And you you immediately think, well, if they would just get a job, their lives would turn around. <laughs> if they would just quit using drugs, their life. If they would quit drinking, like right. But you're not you're not considering what what is actually going on. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And, and we have a a hard time considering the other options, like what else could be going on in their life. We, there's so much about people's lives that we don't know. Yeah. We don't know the circumstances that they're in. Uh, and so we make those assumptions. You know, and, and I look at the things that Paul brings out here in this verse, believes all things. We believe what they tell us. Man, that is something that we have gotten away from in our culture, in so many ways, mm-hmm. we assume we're being lied to. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's true of not just politicians anymore. Yeah, <laughs> right. Dude, I get phone. <laughs> I get ten phone calls every hour from a scammer. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying indulge the scammer, but talk to him and try to share the gospel with right. them. Right. <laughs> well, and I think, but I think it's those types of situations that create yeah. natural distrust absolutely. in us. Absolutely, absolutely. And and we that's not love. Yeah. Love is going to start with the assumption that we are being told the truth. And if we find out that's not true that or that we have been lied to, okay, that's what uh bearing with all things yeah. is about, you know, yeah. forgiveness. 
But, boy, it's it's the cynic that starts with the assumption that we're being lied to. Yeah. And uh, and then the, and then forgiveness, the bearing with people when they do make mistakes, because it it's just going to happen. Yeah. There's there's no escaping that. How many people talk to you with a cynical lens? What what do people think of you? You don't want them to think cynically of you, right? And so we talk about treating others the way you want to be treated. <laughs> it goes right right with that. We shouldn't treat others cynically. We shouldn't view others cynically because that's not how we want to be treated. We want people to assume the best about us because, I mean, we're a child of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, we assume too often that there must be ulterior motives. Yeah. Uh, that, that, you know, why is this person being nice to me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? what do you want? <laughs> or, or, yeah, yeah. And, and we don't, again... We don't give people the benefit of the doubt, and that's a that's a big problem. Yeah, and we've got to reverse that and treat each other with the kind of love that that is described here for us in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, and uh, and treat each other like we would want to be treated, like yeah. you just said, Jackson. That's that's a, another way of looking at it. That's great. Yeah. So uh, another thing that I think that happens is people who are cynical are very eager to find fault in other people, to point out faults yeah. in other people. And I think usually this is based on assumptions about that person Yeah, more than it is the actual actions being taken. Yeah. Right? Like, like we said, like, like social media type stuff. You mm-hmm. know, you see somebody do something... And you assume that the motivation behind what they're doing is something aimed at you mm-hmm. or something uh, that is somehow... Self-seeking. You're right, yeah. right. Uh, Romans 14 and verse 13, uh, a passage that is, you know, as is often the case, usually the case in these letters that are written in the New Testament, written to a group of people who are Christians. And Paul says, therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer. Now, in the context of what's being discussed here in Romans 14, essentially what Paul is saying is stop looking for reasons to look down your nose at each other. Mm-hmm. Stop looking for reasons to, to find fault so that you can feel better about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Man, again, one of the reasons people post on social media right. is to feel better about themselves. <laughs> right. Um, to, to get the like or, or whatever. Um, but when we, when we do look down our nose at other people, we're not treating them as equal. We're not treating them as God would have us intentionally treat them. Um, there's a passage that came across... Paul is talking about false teachers. Okay, right. <clears throat> and he's talking about how sometimes they're, they're, they're doing it to either cause me trouble, they're doing it to make themselves known. Sure. But if I were Paul, I would have been very, very cynical about that. <laughs> but instead of Paul being cynical about false teachers, this is what he says in Philippians 1.18. What then? 
only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I rejoice. And so he's able to kind of, there's so many times when we have this opportunity to be cynical, Right. And we, we, we don't know what to do. Like, wh- what, what is the out? How do we not be cynical? How do we not mm. judge this person? Okay, right. And h- how do we do that? Well, you kind of have to look on the bright side. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And that I, I would love to do an episode of Am I an Optimist? So we won't talk about that too much. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> because I think Paul was an optimist, all things yeah. considered. Oh, he had, yeah, he had so. so many reasons to to look down on people <laughs> because right. of the way he was treated, but he took those opportunities, um, and this is going to tie into this next section, I think, very well, but he took he took those opportunities to be like, the gospel is being furthered because of this. People right. are going to start asking questions about Christ. If we are cynical about people, whether it's because of whatever they're eating or drinking or what they're posting on social media or how they're living their life or whatever, right? we are diminishing our opportunity to have a positive outlook on them. And if we don't have a positive outlook on somebody, we're not going to talk to them. If we're not going to talk to them, we're not going to have a relationship <laughs> with them. And it's just this, it's a negative cycle. It, we, it is. We talked about how a cycle can be broken by simply being positive about one thing. And I, and I think that that's, that's what was going through my mind was how how harmful it is to our relationships if we have this very cynical attitude. Yeah. It's just because, I mean, how are you going to be able to have a good relationship with anybody if you are assuming they're lying to you? Yeah. Uh, How are you going to have a good relationship with anybody if you are looking for faults? How are you going to have a good relationship with them if you are assuming that something is going to go wrong in that relationship? And then when it does... Well, see there, yeah. I knew, you know, that's and not the way relationships work. It's, I, I think cynicism is contagious. It, it is. Because yes. it's, if you think something poorly of somebody, you typically don't keep that to yourself. I mean, you, you may be strong <laughs> enough to keep that to yourself. Right. But oftentimes it turns into gossip and you, you start talking bad about somebody. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. And when it, when I say it's contagious, you may be contaminating somebody's thought of of this person who they didn't have a problem with, but all of a sudden you're bringing up how right. they smell funny. Right. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that one. But now they're like, oh, I thought they smelled good. And so then they start to question this person that they didn't have a problem with. And again, sure, the, I think sure. the opposite is true. Like Paul, this he doesn't have that cynical view towards people. He has his positive view. And, it, and then that is contagious. Right. So. Right. The last thing I wanted to make sure that we talked about is how a cynical attitude is going to ha- be such a hindrance to our ability as Christians to share Jesus with yeah, people. One hundred percent. I mean, you're not going to be able to. The it's the cynic that assumes that person's not going to respond to the message about Jesus. Yeah. Based on little to no information, you know, based on, say, how they're dressed or the car that they drive or the neighborhood they live in. Well, there's no point in trying to reach out to that person because they're never going to listen. What a a terrible approach to people. Yeah. Uh, I heard a quote about a week ago, I guess. I was listening to something, and 
It was, we may be the only Bible that person reads. Mm. And so if we don't take the opportunity to share the gospel with them, we've, we've missed out on having an opportunity to change a person's life, which right. sounds extreme, but it's true. If you're a cynic, you're never, you're, you're never going to take that opportunity. Um, right. The, and I'll, I'll, I'll quit talking about optimism, <laughs> but, uh, optimism and opportunity sound a lot alike. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. When, when you are optimistic, you tend to take more opportunities Absolutely. If you're cynical, you're going to sit down and not do anything. (laughs) Well, because you're, again, you know, are you assuming that it's going to go poorly? Mm -hmm. Or do you at least see a glimmer of hope? Yeah. And and I think the cynic is going to say... Love hopes all things. (laughs) Love hopes all things. Absolutely. (laughs) Right back to that verse. It's, It's such a game changer when we can remove... Cynicism. Yeah, cynicism can, is is not loving. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And and it's it's what is going it's going to stop us from ever thinking that certain people are capable of being reached with the gospel. It's going to stop us from ever uh, trying different methods to mm-hmm. to reach people with the gospel. But just because we we say, well, that's never going to work, or yeah. that's never going to work, or I don't see why anybody would care about that, or or whatever. Yeah, that, that's cynicism, and it is absolutely, in so many ways, the opposite of love. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is true uh, in regards to the perspective people who aren't Christians have towards Christians. Um, but hypocrisy is a word that you hear a lot. Sure. And I'm sure that cynicism is a word that people who observe Christians might think. Um, Well, how can you claim to believe in Jesus and believe all of these things about him and never tell anybody about it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is hypocritical as a result of cynicism. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's tough. It's the devil working very sneakily. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, cynicism yes. is, it feels horrible, but you don't even realize it. That's right. That's right. And so it's important that we shine a light on it, on, yeah. on this, this uh, type of attitude uh, every now and then. So, Jackson, how would you answer it? Am, am I a cynic? That's the name of our episode this week. <laughs> what would you say to that? No. I don't think so. I try not to be. There, there, are def- <laughs> there are definitely times when I, I assume the worst before I get to know somebody. But a relationship is important, and going into a relationship with somebody with an open mind, not being a cynic, and assuming that they, <laughs> knowing you don't even have to assume, knowing that they're a child of God and they deserve to hear the gospel, right? Really really can impact you. Absolutely. Make you take more opportunities. All right. Well, and remember, you know, uh, love is the opposite of cynicism. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. In the the way that we treat people, in the way that we approach people, uh, rather than assuming we're being lied to, rather than assuming there are ulterior motives. Yeah. um, Again, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things endures all things absolutely well we want to thank you for listening to this week's episode and and we hope that 
it has been helpful to you and to your faith and especially has been a blessing to your identity as a follower of Jesus. We hope that you have a blessed day and a blessed week. Take care.